The first Sicha, this is going to be a beer of Hasidis on the idea of Yaakov leaving Be'er Sheva and not wanting to make a covenant, a bris, with Abimelech. Masha'enkein we see by Yitzchak and Abram, they both made a bris with Abimelech. So let's start. So on the Pasuk, at the beginning of this week's parasha, it says that Yaakov left Be'er Sheva. Isa Medrash, the Medrash comments, Be'er Shava, Me'be'era shel Shavua, Omer Yaakov, Shalayamid Alai Abimelech, V'yomer, Hishavali Kishem Shanishbali Zekanacha, V'nimsasi Masha Besimichas Bini Zayin Deiris. So the Medrash says like this, it says in the passing, Be'er Shava, what, what's the idea of the well of Shava? That he left specifically the Be'er where a Shavua was made. As we know, the reason why Be'er Shavas called that name is because both Avraham and Yitzchak made an oath with Avimelech that them and their children and their children's children will not attack each other, rather there will be peace. But Yaakov says, if I continue to remain in Be'er Shava, I will also have to make a Shavua with Avimelech, just like they did, and that will cause my children to have to wait uh, for their joy of entering into Eretz Yisrael. Meaning, it says that since Avram made the Shua with Avimelech, because of the Shua, the, it, this held back the entering of the Bnei Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael for seven generations, as explains in the Medrash, that from the time of Avram Avinu until the Eden eventually began to conquer Eretz Yisrael, meaning conquering the lands of Sichon Va'oyig through Moshe Benu, that was seven days. So the reason why it took seven generations from Avram until Moshe, from then to begin to conquer the land, was because of the Shua. And Yitzchak also made a Shua, so that caused another generation um, to have to wait. Because from Yitzchak until they entered into Eretz Yisrael, through Yeshua, where they conquered the Eivahar Yardin, um, that was seven generations. From Yitzchak to Yeshua was seven generations. So because of the Shvua they made, it pushed it off another generations. And Yaakov was afraid that if he makes the Shvua with Avimelech, that will cause them to have to wait another generation. And therefore he left. So it was very specific, the Pasuk saying that he left Be'er Shavah. That was one of the reasons. Meaning as it seems like part, the question of the Medrash is, why does it need to tell us that he's leaving from Be'er Shavah? We already know that where he was because we know where Yitzchak was living. So he's saying is because that was part of the reason why he left. One of the reasons why he left. He left specifically because he couldn't stay within Be'er Shavah because if he would have stayed there, he would have had to have made Shua. So even though there were other reasons why Yaakov had to leave, he had to run away from Esav, he needed to get married, but as the Rebbe points out from the R, there could have been quite a few reasons why he left. And the Medrash is discussing this reason in particular, that he had to leave because he didn't want to make this Shua. So, So, 
So we know since that Avram and Yitzchak both made this shvua, they were not worried that the Bnei Yisrael would not ha- be able to enter into the land because of the shvua they made. They didn't leave Be'er Shava where every Melech was a living because they didn't want to make a shvua. Rather, they lived there and they made a shvua. They didn't care. So the Shaila is, so why was Yaakov afraid and didn't want to make the shvua with Avimelech? And then until such a level that he actually left Be'er Shavu because he didn't want to make the shvua. Why? Why was, uh, why was Yaakov worried if both his Yitzchak and Avram were not worried about this issue? The other way is, of the Shaila is, why was Avram Yitzchak not worried? Yaakov was worried, oh, it's going to have to take another generation. But Avram Yitzchak were not worried? Why? So why was Yaakov worried and Avram and Yitzchak not worried? That's really the question of the Sicha. So base. He says, we find a very important difference between the darga of Avram Yitzchak, and because of the difference in this level of who they were, we also find a fundamental difference between the avayda of Avram Yitzchak. So we're going to discuss what the difference of what, what the difference, what their level was, and therefore because of the difference of what their avoidah was, because of their level, we will also find a difference in their avoidah of what they were trying to accomplish. Avram, it says, Yatsam menu shmol. Yitzchak, Yatsam menu esav. Tahainu shi shmol ve esav. Afshahi bine avram yitzchak. Because a yatsu mishai husam. La. Uh, it says by both Avram and Yitzchak, they had children that left them, meaning is that they separated and lacked the connection, the future connection to them. So they did not always remain connected to Kedusha, rather they left the Shaykhus of Kedusha and they became separated. Because the Kedusha and the Avoida of Ram Yitzchak did not reach these children. It was not able to affect them that they should actually be transformed for good. But by Yaakov, we see that his bed was complete, meaning his Avoida was able to be Payal, that all 12 of his children will be complete. And they have a complete connection uh, and a pure connection to Yaakov Avinu on his level. So, so he says, even though all the others were Amarkava, meaning is they can, their avoida was that they were like a chariot in the sense that they don't have any of their own will. Their whole purpose was to fulfill the will of their rider, which was Hashem. And we know also the neshamas of all the avas came from the highest levels, came from Oilam Hatzilis, meaning is, the idea of Oilam Hatzilis is that it's, there's no Helen Vahester. It's the neshama, even as it is in this world, its entire purpose in a revealed way was just to fulfill the Ratzan of Hashem. So the Chayla Shaila is, if all of them had this great bittel to Hashem, why was it that only Yaakov was able to transform his children, but not Avram Yitzchak? He says, because there's a very big difference between them, and because of this difference, that also 
expressed a very big difference in their avoida and their ability, their ability to transform toiv, transform bad to toiv and in kedusha. Yaakov esek beikur bebir vezicha harabi pucha letev tamid mash eken avram yitzchak lachen afsha asi shmal tshuva v'yesh omer shakasher v'yoritz esav lacrosa diyakov yashkeu nashke becholibay leila zakim. He says the difference was that Yaakov's main avoda, his main ikur, was to transform. And purify bad and transform it in a permanent letom in a permanent way to good. Mashainkin Avram Yitzchak, they their avoida was not to transform bad into good in a permanent way that it will last forever. Meaning is that even though we know that Yishmal did tshuva, and even according to some opinions that when Esav ran to call, uh, to greet Yaakov with with when he was with the four hundred men when Yaakov was leaving Haran to return back there to Israel, it says he kissed him. And, t- and one opinion is he kissed him with a whole the heart. But this did not have a kiim. The tshuva and the the running of Esav did not have a lasting effect. Just to give a moment, um, because it seems like Yishmael did die after he did tshuva. So what does the Rebbe mean that it didn't have a kiyim? So Bepashtas, if you, if you look at R10, it, tells, it quotes the sikha that we had last week, where the Rebbe tells us that the only true tshuva really started by Yitzchak's bracha to Yaakov, Yitzchak l'cha l'kiyim etal ha'shmaim. Yitzchak is a bracha, as we explained there, that he'd be able to do and the Avoida of Tshuva. Because he says the Avoida of Tshuva of Yishmol is not the same level of Avoida of Tshuva what a Yid has. Uh, he doesn't go into much detail what the difference is, but Papashtas, the idea is when a Yid does Tshuva, he's able to um, connect to the essence of Hashem. He's able to transform the Zedoinus, that they be able to, be able to become Zechuyas. It's a complete, in a sense, eternal type of Tshuva that he's connecting and he's returning to Hashem and to the essence of Hashem. So the act, when it says that it has a Kiyam, it means it's because the Tshuva itself is really connecting to Hashem, who is eternal. It's a, he's connecting to the Darg of Hashem, how it's completely above Ishtalshlis, and therefore that's why we also have the ability to transform the Zedoinus to Zechuyas. Even though he did Tshuva, but the Tshuva that he did was, it wasn't able to connect to Hashem how he's above Ishtalshlis. So he was only able to connect to Hashem how Yishmol was connected to Hashem before he did the Avera. Meaning is Yishmol had a, every person in this world has the ability to connect to Hashem um, relative to how Hashem is revealed in this world, meaning he's able to connect to Hashem, how Hashem is revealed in Seder Shtalshlis, and that's what Yishmael was able to do. But the connecting to Hashem in this, how Hashem is in this world, is by its very nature something which is limited. So if the actual connection is limited, then even if he does tshuva, obviously the tshuva itself, in a sense, doesn't have a key because the connection is not something which is truly eternal and truly something infinite. When a yid does tshuva, what he's really connecting to, he's connecting to the essence of Hashem, which is above this world, which is above the limitations of the world, so therefore it's um, something which is eternal. And of course, uh, the same thing with Esav. Uh, Esav Taka could have done tshuva, but we don't see that he did. But he did kiss Yaakov, but that was not something which lasted forever, as we see that Yaakov himself was, tells Esav to go on ahead of him. And Rashi tells us it's because he was scared that Esav might change his mind and uh, hurt him. He says, I'll meet you there. And, and we tell us that Taka, only La'asad Lavai will Esav have a complete uh, beer, a complete purification on Harseir, but at this point in time he doesn't. Fine. <laughs>
He says, even though we find by Avram Yitzchak that they did do some type of Avedas Burim, as the Chazal say about Avram, that he called there in the name of Hashem, uh, the God of the world, it doesn't say the, uh, that God is in the world, but rather the God is the world, in the sense that he was telling everybody that uh, every person that was passing by, he was explaining the ideas of Hashem. And uh, so he was, in a sense, transforming the guests and everyone that was passing by. And Hasidus also explains that the Avedah of Yitzchak with digging wells, that was a Ruchni's Dekazach. The idea was to purify the world. So Lachayr, there is some type of beer. In short, the difference between Avram and Yitzchak was, Avram uh, was, he explains that he's like water that comes from above to below. In the sense is that he was, uh, the, the guests would come, they would eat, and then he would say, "You'd have." He would he would say that if unless you if you don't want to pay for the food, you have to bless Hashem, and they would bless Hashem. In a sense, it was like coming like Hashba They weren't really on the level, but they were Mashbia. Mashainkin Yitzchak, he was like fire that comes from below to above. He was working with the world itself, meaning he was like digging the wells, meaning he's looking into the potential which is in the world, and he's revealing the elokus which is already here. That's why Yitzchak is the idea of Guvura. Guvura means it needs a certain amount of strength because it goes against opposition. Uh, like Ezehel Gibur HaKoyvish that you have to conquer or you have to fight against the Yitzhahara. Um, similarly over here, the water is hidden in the world and he has to fight against the earth, which is covering it and dig deep and get, remove the earth till he can finally find that water, which is already in the world. So Avram, in a sense, doesn't have the opposition. He's just pouring water in. But Yitzchak, he's digging and he's trying to find the water, which is already there. Therefore, when a well is found, it actually shoots up the water. The, the reason why the water shoots up is because of that opposition. There was so much pressure against that water being revealed. Once it is revealed, there's a pressure, there's a gvur which is there, and it shoots up into the air. And that was the avoid of Yitzchak to fi- find the water that was here. But the point is, L'chayr, they were being mavar the world. Avram in one way, and Yitzchak even, in a sense, a greater way, working with the world itself to, to, to reveal that water. He says, because that, he says, nonetheless, the Avoida in Inyan Iran Klipa was in a way of pushing it away and negating it, meaning that the Ra should not um, negate and, and hold them back from doing Kedusha. But not that these things themselves um, would be transformed to Kedusha. And we'll explain that more in a moment. But we're saying is that even though, you know, in a certain extent, there wasn't, of course, an avoidus haburim, but the main aspect of Ram Yitzchak was not to transform this world itself to Kedusha, but rather it was to remove like the earth in a sense, which was holding back the Kedusha was here. So you're removing the earth so that Kedusha could be revealed. But the earth itself is not going to be um, transformed to Kedusha. Avram <clears throat> Avinu was mashpia to the guests and the Arabs that were passing by, in the sense is that Avram was telling them these ideas, but not that they themselves on their own really came to appreciate uh, these ideas. Um, but, but the idea was that they, in a sense, wouldn't stop him and hold him back. Their ultimate purpose uh, of their being involved in Ra and their effect on it was in a way of negating it. Bittel his snagdus, vloi birum 
Uh, it was to get rid of the opposition, but not to actually purify them. Look at R14. Very important question. He says, I've after Avram Megayer. It says Avram Avinu, he was Megayer the man, and, and Asara was Megayer the woman. So, like a, like a conversion is a complete transformation from uh, of an individual. And he says, you look at the Barambam, Hilchos of Aydazar, Perak Aleph, Lach Gimel, and Rambam says, V'yikrasham Hashem Hashem Kalaylam, that Achin is capsule of Allah in river voice. Vahim Anshebeis of Ram, Shasablima, Ikargadul Zed says that Avram, Avramam writes that Avram gathered to him thousands and tens of thousands of people, and these are what, what are called the people of Avram's household, and he planted within them this great and important fundamental idea. He says, but if you continue reading the Rambam, the Rambam himself tells us the answer, that these individuals did not have a Hemshech, they did not last. Only the Bnei Yisrael lasts, and they were the only nation which knew Hashem, as we know historically, the only one um, that when the time that they left Mitzrayim and they got Harsina, I went to Harsina, the only ones that believed in Hashem were only the Yidin. And, uh, and um, skip to the next paragraph. So it explains over there, it says that Avram was Megayer the men, and, and Asar was Megayer Sisanashim. So as Lachayer were saying, fine, maybe he didn't have a kiyam forever for their children, but they themselves converted. So the Rebbe explains over there in that Sicha that if you're Medayik and Rashi, Rashi first says that that it says that the Nefesh are Asu Bacharan. So Rashi says Shechnisam Tachas Kanfei Shchina that he put them under the Kanfei Shchina. So the Rebbe says this Hagdama is really explaining what happened that it wasn't a Geras like we have nowadays because there was no Geras before Matan Mikra, There was no Geras. Geras only started once we became a nation of the Jewish people. At that time, the only type of relationship they can have with Hashem is that they followed um, the Zion Mitzvahs and they were had the, they, they recognized Hashem as their God. And Avram taught a certain level of Taira, but it wasn't a complete Giris that we know of nowadays. That's why Rashi says, and only once Rashi says that, then he kind of says in a more general sense, Avram was Megayer, meaning he's telling you that the Giris wasn't the Giris that we have nowadays, but rather the Giris was that instead of them doing the Zara, they were and he says, Actually, you know what, we won't do that right now. Back in the Pnim. He says, it says that he left Be'er Shava. And as we explained at the beginning, why is the Pasuk telling us that he left Be'er Shava to go to Haran? That this was the reason why he left. He left Be'er Shava. He specifically left the Be'er Shava to go to Haran. Why did he want to go to Haran? Haran is the Haran Afshot Makam Ba'ilam. The reasoning is because it was for his avoid and his pu'ula was a pu'ula chiyivis. It wasn't chiyivis. It was a positive. It wasn't to negate the world. It was rather to transform uh, the ra and the charan af to kedusha. So therefore we find that it's interesting that Yaakov Avinu by Avram and Yitzchak, their avoida was mainly within Eretz Yisrael. After Avram had lech lecha, he had to leave Charan, he had to leave these places, go to Eretz Yisrael. And same thing with Yitzchak. But Yaakov's main avoida was specifically leave, leaving Eretz Yisrael to go to Charan, because that was the purposes of avoida. 
בדרך ההפש בין אבידס הצדיק לאבידס בעלי תשובה. הצדיק אין לשייכיס לעניין יראה. עד שגם מחשוב הזר שלא לו השם המה אינו נפלס מחשבתי כמו בבתניה ברוכה. מה שאין כי מעלה תשובה, עניין הוא להפך גם מסרה לקדושה ועד שזו נסתנס לזכויות. He says, this is also the difference between the avoid of a tzaddik and a baltshuva. A tzaddik does not have any shaykhaz to rah. He doesn't even have machshav azars. They don't fall into his mind. That's explained in Tanya. מה שאין כי לבאלתשובה, his avoid is to transform the rah to kedusha until the zedenis themselves become zchuyas. So Avram and Yitzchak are like the tzaddik. Their avoid is to draw down and reveal godliness in the world. But not to transform the bad, the Zedonists themselves into Zchuyas. Mashenke in the Baal Tshuva, his avoid is to transform the Zedonists to Zchuyas. And as the Rebbe explained in, that, in, the, in the last week's Sicha, as quoted in the Ha'ara, he gives a marshal for this concept of a two Talmidim. One type of Talmud, in a sense, is the perfect Talmud that he could absorb and become one with the Seichel Harav. The second Talmud has the advantage that not only is he able to understand what his Rav is saying, but he's able to maybe mechadish and take, like a Mayin HaMesgaber, he's able to take the idea of his Rav and come up with novel and new ideas. So in a sense, this is the same idea of Avram V'Yitzchak. Avram V'Yitzchak, their main purpose was, in a sense, like the first Talmud, to completely absorb and become one with Hashem. So what they were trying to do is they're trying to get rid of all the things that would hold them back from becoming unified. So imagine like a student who's trying to understand what his Rav is saying, so he'll try to get rid of all the disturbances and all the things that might hold him back from completely and internalizing what his Rav is teaching him. So as long as he gets rid of everything that's holding him back, he'll be able to completely understand these concepts. Mashiach, in the second Talmud, it's not just to, in a sense, understand what the Rav is saying. He also wants to be able to take those ideas and come up with his own Uh, ideas based on it. So he cannot be satisfied just re- removing things that are holding him back. Rather, he has to get involved with uh, other, uh, other ideas and other things in order that he could take this concept and apply it to new situations. So Abraham and Yitzhak are only able to apply, they're, they're trying to remove everything that would hold them back to be able to unify themselves with Hashem. Masha Enkin Yaakov, he's like the student that wants to take these concepts and to apply them in more in different situations. Therefore, Yaakov goes to Choron and he says, these concepts of Birur and Dir B'tachtonim, I'm even going to be able to apply them um, even in Choron. And that's like the Baal Tshuva and that's the idea of the Mayan Hamazgaber, this power, this Bliugvul type of Koyach to be able to transform the bad into, uh, into good. Gimel. וליוס, שאבידס אברהם ויצחק לא נסברו עדיין מציאוס של הרע, שבפלישנו וכולו רק הסנגדו סי בטלה, בטלה. הרי היסה גם אפשר שעצם מציאוסם הלא טוב של בניהם, אפילו ישמל ועשה וישאר בתקווה להסבר באבידסם של אביסיהם. Since the avoid of Ram ויצחק wasn't to purify the מציאוס of רע, the only thing that really mattered was that there shouldn't be anything which is opposing them, right? The Plishim shouldn't oppose their ability to serve Hashem. In a sense, like the Talmud, he doesn't want anything which, he doesn't need to transform all these different types of disturbances that he has. Rather, his main thing is, in a sense, just to hold back all these things that they shouldn't, they shouldn't oppose him. So therefore, the etzimitzias of the bad, and uh, even, even the loitav the, the of their children, of Yishmol and Esav, could still remain bad. 
It was never purified. On the contrary, it says they left, meaning is they completely left to have, they don't have any shaykhs to Aveda and Kedusha. But there was a certain mile at least that they also didn't oppose and go against the Aveda of their father. So it says Yatsam Emenu, and in one sense it's bad, Yatsam Emenu, that they don't have a connection. But we're also saying Yatsam Emenu is that they're not still attached to Avram and holding him back. It's like the student that was able to get rid of the disturbances. So Avram and Yitzchak got rid of them that they were not disturbing, but on the other hand, of course, they weren't able to mavar them. So al kapanim harim mahusa klipa atzma kasher ein la shaychus lekedusha veina mina gadis la loy naga ba vedasam shal Avraham veYitzchak in came emitziusam shal atzma shlash mishlelas mitzada vedasam suus al kapanim. He says the essence of the klipa itself, um, when it didn't have any connection to kedusha and was not holding it back, then it didn't Avraham's and Yitzchak's avoda didn't touch it, didn't have any effect on it. So therefore, the clip itself never um, was transformed. Basically, the idea what the Rebbe is saying is that the only effect that Avram Yitzchak had on Klippa was to make sure that they wouldn't disturb the ability to be connected to Hashem. <laughs> Like we see by Avram, that he lived among the Bnei Ches, and they even recognize him as a Nesiyah Lekim, and he was with them, right? As our Rebbe says in R20, Ray the, the Ibn Ezra, Avurki Atanavi says that you are a Navi. So Im Kapal they wasn't. They recognized his greatness. So they wouldn't go against him and sold him the land, but they themselves remained bad. They still remained Bnei Ches. They didn't you know, come Tachas country Shrina and definitely do not have a a, a complete uh, transformation. And even this that they 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 answered in the affirmative and they did sell him the Maris Mechpela, that means that they did not hold him back in accomplishing what he needed to, but their essence never was transformed to Kedusha. So this is again the po- point what we're trying to say. Avram Avinu was able to do his Avaida, and people, the world itself would not hold him back. But the world itself never was actually transformed that it itself will become Kedusha. His tachlis was to transform the inyone oilam of which comes mitzad the klipas and sitra achra that his avoda would negate the etzim mitzius of the ra until we transform to good itself. Therefore, mitasay shleima, meaning is the ra itself was transformed to good. In a sense, is even those it wasn't that just the disturbances and those that opposed him stopped opposing him, but rather they themselves were transformed to kedusha and they themselves were helping, uh, not in a way of just not getting in in the sense in the way, but they even had, um, they were moisif in kedusha. Uh, coming up with new ideas for Kedusha and revealing Hashem. And then, now we can understand why Avram and Yitzchak made a bris with Abimelech and they made peace with him through Shua Shua. Bash Enkim, he said Yaakov wouldn't do that. He says, because what's the Kitaklisa Shel Shua? 
the purpose of a bris and it's the shvua was that they would not fight against each other. They they wouldn't have wars with each other. And this was the purpose of Ram Yitzch making a bris and a shvu with Abimelach that they should not oppose each they should not oppose them and not uh, disturb their avida. But on the other hand, the purpose of the bris and the shvu was not to transform the essence of Yimelech and transform it to a to Kedusha. And look at R23. What's the proof that they were never transformed? From this itself, that Yitzchak needed to renew the bris. If Avram did a complete transformation of, uh, of, of the Avimelech uh, and the Pleshen, why did Yitzchak need to make a bris afterwards? Elamai wasn't a complete transformation. The Ram was still there. It was just not opposing. But at any to- moment in time, since the Ram was still there, it could return and oppose. And that's why Yaakov also was afraid that maybe they want to make a bris with him. Because meaning even the bris that Yitzchak made with them was never a complete transformation. Therefore, Yaakov understood that if he waits there, they're going to want to make a bris with him. But that was not Yaakov's avayda, therefore he left, as we will see. I'm the call of Eifin of Adasim Shalav Ram Yitzchak now. Ma'ash enkim be Yaakov shalayoyishe Eifin avidasa hi b'shlilis mitziyas haklipa aydei skafi avis hapcha shalaklip of sitrachra harei loha yachalichoris bris lahashim avimelech vishnimsa b'tziyurayhu That was all the Avedah of Ram Yitzchak. Ma'ash enkim the Avedah of Yaakov to transform the mitziyas of klipa through his hapcha and transform it to good. So therefore he was not able to make a bris and to make peace with them as they were in that particular tzir. Meaning as if they were wanted to become um, a transformed to Kedusha, then he could have made a bris with them that it could be a complete transformation. But just that they would not oppose him, that would not have been enough. Because the purpose of Yaakov Avinu was to make a transformation. So making a bris without a transformation, Yaakov would not be able to do. Now we can understand the continuation of the Pasuk. The Yaakov left Me'er Shava and he went to Haran. It's very much connected. Why? According to the Medrash, Be'er Shava means he left the Be'er, the Be'er where they made the Shavua. Because the idea of leaving Be'er Shava was that Yaakov was not able to make peace with the idea of Ra in the world. He couldn't even remain in the place where Hashem's eyes were constantly, that land which Hashem's eyes were, because he couldn't remain there when the Ra would also remain. Ki'im, what did he do? He's saying he had to leave Be'er Shava because he couldn't make a shvua like Be'er Shava. So where did he go? Because he couldn't make peace with the Inyavra. He had to go. He had to go to Haran to transform the bad into Kedusha. So it's beautiful how the Pasuk is working out. Yaakov left because he couldn't stay and make a shvua, make peace with the evil. Rather, he had to go to the Inyan of Haran. He had to actually go into the evil itself. Uh, not to remain separate, and as long as it didn't bother him, he was okay. Rather, he had to go to Haran, he had to go to the bad and the evil, and the purpose was to transform it to Toiv and Kedusha. 
So the Rebbe asks a very, very strong question on R24. But Lachaira, we find that Yaakov also made a bris. He made a bris with Lavan. As we know, when Yaakov was leaving Lavan, Lavan chased after him. And at the end of the story was they made a gal, they made a mound, and they made a bris of this mound that they will not um, cross over to attack each other. So Lachaira, he did make, at the end of the day, make a bris with Lavan. But as we're going to see in the Ha'ara, this type of bris was different. Because this type of bris was there was a transformation of, the purpose of the bris was to transform Lavan and, uh, and, and, and the people who were there, as we will see. R24. R24. Um, it says that they made a bris, but it says in the Pasuk that they made the bris that you're not able, to, neither of us can cross it to do evil to the other one. So Rashi, Rashi, on that Pasuk quotes, what does it mean that you're not allowed to cross for bad? Only for bad you're not allowed to cross, but you are allowed to cross it to do business. And the idea of business is that you are transforming and being mavar the klipas the, 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 the uh, and to, to reveal the sparks of Kedusha as explained over there in the, the, the sources. That the idea is, just like a businessman will spend money and he'll spread the money around and, and buy things, the purpose of spreading all the money is to eventually be able to acquire uh, items uh, for himself. So similarly, the idea of getting involved in this world is that in a sense we're spreading ourselves out, we're going into all the nations of the world, and we're getting involved in the day-to-day type of life and business, but the purpose of that is eventually to gather in the sparks and to acquire and to be kind of the sparks, to transform them ultimately into our possession. That's the reason why Yaakov was able to make a gal with Lavan, but not with um, so the question was, and we asked at the beginning, why was Avram Yitzhak making a shua that held the people back seven generations for going into Eretz Yisrael? Avram Avinu and Yitzhak weren't worried that they're going to hold them back seven generations. He says, He says, it wasn't that the Shavuah itself was like in a sense that since they made a Shavuah, therefore Hashem punished them that they would not be able to go into Eretz Yisrael for seven generations. That is incorrect. Rather, the Shavuah was was, was allowed because that was what their level was. They made a shul because that was what their level is, that they just, at that point in time, the only thing that they can handle was that they should be able to do their Aveda and like as shepherds, whatever it was, and connecting to Hashem without um, Avimelech disturbing them. But that itself was the cause uh, for the B'nai Yisrael not being able to go into Eretz Yisrael because it meant that they were not on the level that they were able to transform the world into Kedusha. And therefore, since they were not on the level to transform the world into Kedusha, that means the Klippa remained strong. Uh, and therefore, they weren't able, the Bnei Yisrael weren't able to adhere to Yisrael. But only after seven generations for Avram, and then seven generations after Yitzchak, um, were they eventually and able to basically come to that level of Yaakov in a complete oifen, 
and they were able to enter Eretz Yisrael and to transform it. So therefore, it wasn't in a sense of punishment, it's what level they were at. They had to wait. They made the shul because that's what level they were at. The reason why B'nai Yisrael had to wait that amount of time was because that's what level the B'nai Yisrael were at at that point of time, and therefore they weren't able to go in earlier. And look at R28. The Medrash says that Hashem tells them, you guys made a shvua with Abimelech, because of that, you held back, you held back my, the joy of my children. So Hashem didn't say that because you made the shvua, therefore I'm going to push off or hold or be ma'akiv or stop the joy of your children. Rather, he says, because you made the shvua, you, you, in a sense, delayed them coming in. Meaning it was almost like a natural thing. That because you made the shvua, you delayed it. Was it wrong they made a shvua? No, the shvua was fine because that's what level they were at. But automatically, because they made a shvua, which was what their level was at at that point of time, that automatically also hold, held back the B'nai Yisrael. So it wasn't that, you know, it was like a Siba Musuva, that because you did this, you got punished with something that you didn't deserve. Meaning you should have been able to go in earlier, but because you did this, you did punish. No, it's because you did this that shows what level you're at, and therefore that held back the joy of the children because you were not roy for going into Eretz Yisrael at that point in time. After the Gulas of Yaakov, we went to Kharnaf Shamakamailam, and his Avaida being Mavar, the Klippist, and transforming them in Kedusha, then there could be the Simchas Bini, with the Geula and the entering of the Bene Israel to Yisrael. Similarly, the Gula Sida will come through, specifically through the Oifen Aveda of Yaakov Avinu, meaning it's the idea of transformation of the bad, the Ra, to Taiv. Meaning that, um, that through the hour of Veda of transforming the Haran Af, we will be Zeich to the third base of Migdash. And as the Medrash says, the first base of Migdash was Kenegda of Ramavinu, was called the mountain. Second base of Migdash was Kenegi Yitzchak, was called the field. But the third base of Migdash is Kenegi Yaakov, is called, the, uh, is called the house. And the Rebbe quotes our authority, Pesachim and the Marsha, and he also brings a Mimer. And the Marsha over there tells us why is it called, um, why was it called the mountain, a field, and a house? So usually how we translate it is because the idea of a mountain and a field are not something where people usually live. It's more of a temporary, temporary type of dwelling. But a house is something which you live in on a permanent way. The Marshan gives also another added point. He says also it has to do with the idea of how well protected it is. A mountain is, you're on a high point, you're much more, you're, you're more protected. A, a person um, is better protected over there because he's able to see at a distance. That's what the idea that by the Ba'is Rishon, they had a higher level of Kedusha, they had the Aaron, they had Rum Vitumim, that the Matel Shal Meisher, Benu, the Mon, they had more miracles, more Gilu Lukus. That was like the mountain. The second Ba'is Amikdush was like a field, meaning you also guard a field, but it's not as well protected. That was the idea is that they didn't have all the miracles and they didn't have the Aaron and all these things. But the third Ba'is Amikdush is like a house. The highest level of protect, a person protects his house more than he protects his mountain, more than he protects his field. The highest level of protection that a person always gives is for his house because he needs, because he lives there and that's his main residence. And that's how the Ba'is Amikdush is going to be, meaning it's going to be the 
in a sense, have that kiyam, that high level of revelation of Hashem, uh, even greater than the base of Mikdash, and therefore the Kedush will remain forever. And that is the end of the Sicha. But just to go over just two interesting Rs that we started, but we didn't finish, um, or maybe even three, we, we started with R14. So just to, outside, just to s- discuss the, the last point of the Ara, the Rebbe asks that maybe Avram Avinu was able to transform um, oh, he, we, we asked over there that maybe Avram Avinu did do the idea of transformation because he made Gerim. So the Rebbe said, no, he didn't really make Gerim because there was no union of, true union of Gerim before Mat and Taira. Rather, he brought them into the Kanfei Shechina. So then the Rebbe quotes that there's a famous idea that we know that um, from the Shalah, it says that really any Gerim, any Gerim that becomes a Gerim, it's because he has a nitzvah of kedusha within him. Meaning is that, as it says in the Medr, it says uh, he says in the Shla that there is an oitzer in Shemayim of all the neshamas, and sometimes a neshama is put into a uh, a body of a guy. And the purpose of the ger is that that ger becomes a yid because he rev- that neshama is, is always there. So the Rebbe says maybe this could be another way of explaining how Avram Avinu didn't really tr- do the true inyan of Eschapcha. Meaning is even if you want to say that the inyan of Geras was a real inyan of Geras and the mamish became yidin even before Matan Taira, he says it still wanted to be a true Geras because they always had the neshama within them. So Avram Avinu wasn't making something new. It was a Gershon Esgayer. The reason why we call it a Gershon Esgayer because the Ger himself always had that Kedushu within him. He always had the Neshama. But the Rebbe doesn't like that shot. He says that's not true. He says because the Chayr, by every type of Eschapcha, it's always the same way. When you do Eschapcha, what does that mean? That there's a Nitzvah of a Kedusha which is completely hidden in Ra. And when you transform the Ra, what you're really doing is you're revealing the, that the essence of the Ra was really a Nitzvah, was really a spark of Kedusha. So same thing by Geras. The Ger really had a Nitzvah of Kedusha. He had a Neshama within him. And through your Avayr, you're transforming and you're revealing the Kedushas within him. So therefore, the Rebbe doesn't like that shot, And he remains with the shot that it, there was no true Geras before Matan Tairah. R22, the Rebbe also discusses this idea that we said that Avram never had a true, I never really transformed the world around him. So he gives a few more examples of, of where we see this idea that the transformation was never a permanent one. It says that when Avram Avinu uh, was telling Eliezer that he has to go to the Benois uh, Charen because the Benois Canaan are not good. So he says that, he says, Elekeh Arts. Avram Avinu uses the Lashen of the Lakeh Arts, before I came here is the Lakeh Arts, and now it's the Lakeh Arts, and the Lakeh Before is only a Lakeh Shemaim, now it's the Lakeh Arts, and the Lakeh Shemaim. So Rashi says, What does it mean, a Lakeh Arts? That Hashem is the God of the world. He says, Because I made it accustomed in the mouth of people that they say that Hashem is, is God. So even in this world, people are saying that they're accustomed to say that they are, that Hashem is God. So he's, the Rebbe's Madaik that he says, Hergel, Hergel means like habituated, that it's just something which is not really who they truly are, but something that is that they're accustomed to, but it's not something which is, which is true. And therefore he tells them, I don't want you to take from the daughters of Canaan because it's only an external type of transformation that they're talking about Hashem, but not that it really transformed them, and therefore you need to go to the daughters of, uh, of Lavan. Um, and that's also we see by Avram Avinu with light. Uh, why? Why? Avram Avinu tells Light that after the shepherds are fighting, that uh, you should take your shepherds and, and go somewhere else. If you go right, I'll go left. If uh, you go left, I'll go right. 
why is Avram sending light away? Why doesn't he try to transform light? Because that wasn't the idea of Avram. Avram was trying to connect to Hashem like that student, but just doesn't want any disturbances. So he tells light to, to leave, to not cause that disturbances. And that's why he left and uh, there was no more quarreling with each other. Okay. And that is the end of the Sicha, which means to be us, the Shiach Sitkenu.